Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday. It's 11 o'clock. And it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. With your host, Armish. was Edwin Starr and War, which was written by Norman Whitfield and Barrett Strong and originally recorded by The Temptations. To me, on both versions, the guitar is way too low down in the mix. Listen to it through some headphones to hear some quite exquisite guitar work. And I'm ill. Man flu. 
which creeped up upon me on Wednesday whilst the squirrel and I were visiting friend of the show and squirrel associate Arkwright for his pre-birthday drink down in Whitstable. I shall, however, push on through, although my body is crying out, bed. Super groups. Do they work, or are they just an ego trip? I guess if it's fanfared as the greatest thing since sliced bread and then doesn't deliver, then they don't. Mind you, that could be levelled at any musical project. Um, I was thinking over the last week, were there any punk supergroups that actually cut the mustard? Lords of the New Church was the most obvious, who started out as the Dead Damn Sham Band in the middle of 1981, featuring Stiff Baters, Brian James, Dave Tregan and Rat Scabies, who would stay with the damp with Nicky Turner from the Barracudas taking his place. A lesser known one is the band Sonny Vincent got to be his Rat Race Choir on Pure Filth album. Uh, Scott Ashton drums, Cheetah Chrome guitar and Captain Sensible on bass. And on this track, Scott Morgan also plays guitar. This is War Party. <laughs>
watch out for Scott Morgan's new soul album, Rough and Ready, which is due out on the 27th of October on Rouge Records. I know, I've banged on about this before, but bands don't seem to evolve at the same rate as they did in the 60s, 70s and 80s. The Beatles' recording output only spanned eight years from 62 to 70. Or if you really want to be pedantic, seven as Let It Be was actually recorded in 69. And in that short period of time, they released 12 albums and one compilation going from four mop tops to bearded, long-haired musos. The Damned, in their first 10 years, released seven studio albums. The last 30? Three. And with the release of the new one next year, it'll be 10 years since So Who's Paranoid came out. I watched an interview with Captain on YouTube from 2010, and it looked like it quite easily could have been filmed last week. If in 86 I watched Captain being interviewed from 70s earlier... I could quite easily date it, with him being in a carpet suit, banging on about the Queen Mother. It's like they've reached a plateau. I so hope that with Paul Gray back on board and Tony Visconti producing, the album will be rather special. Of course, Mr Visconti produced T-Rex, with plenty of TV coverage last weekend, as the 16th was the 40th anniversary of Mark Boland's death. As you should know, Captain saw T-Rex at the Fairfield Halls and realised this, and not cleaning toilets, was where it's at. In March of 1977, the dam supported T-Rex on their dandy in the Underworld Tour, joining the band on stage at the Locarno in Portsmouth on the 20th to play Get It On, which has been officially released on the Mark Boland and T-Rex Live 1977 CD. Captain also recorded Ride a White Swan, back in 1987. Like a dream. 
I know it was the 80s, but boy, I could have done without the keyboards. And a bit more bass, please. Tony Visconti also produced David Bowie. Now, there was a man who seemed to evolve musically and visually on a daily basis. But was he original? Compare and contrast. Now, the world and her husband has heard David Bowie's The Gene Genie. And for those of you who need reminding, here it is. Back blazers and ate all your razors while pulling the waders. Talking about Monroe and walking on Snow White. New York's a go go and everything tastes nice. Poor little greenie. Get back on nineteen sixty six, The Shadows of Night, that's night with a K, an American rock band from the Chicago suburbs released their second single, Oh Yeah, from their Dunwich Records album Gloria that just managed to scrape into the US Hot One Hundred Top Forty, which goes 
something like this. Whoa, yeah. Everything gonna be alright this morning. A great little woman, she in the town. She says she loved me, but best of all, she is my woman, my all, all. She's my lover, yeah, she's my all. We run around, have a lot of fun. She whispered my ear and say, Oh, you're the one. Said, Oh, yeah. Said, Oh, yeah. Said, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Picks up a telephone, call by at home. Said, Hey, little boy, won't you my daughter alone? Said, Oh, yeah. Said, Oh, yeah. with I thought oh yeah it sounded like the shadows of night had been listening to the Yardbirds cover of Bo Diddley's I'm a man but as it progressed well as you just heard I think Mr Jones was obviously a fan of 60s garage right with a time coming up to 11.27 British summertime now there's an oxymoron I'd better get into something new Peter and the Test Tube Babies have just released the That Shalot album and Shalot as in the title of Onion vocalist Peter made the news recently after being refused entry into the US, apparently, for having impersonated Donald Trump. The fact that US Custom and Border Protection officials said it was uh, he was deported for having the wrong visa is neither here nor there. That shallot is what you'd expect from the band to produce. 14 tracks of tongue-in-cheek tunes played extremely well. A video to crap Californian punk band has been released, but it's none of your fucking business that I have chosen for your consideration. Stay out of my way None of your fucking business Leave me alone Don't even 
the fantastically named O Gunquit are a London five-piece brumble bop freakabilly band who concoct a brew of raw R&R, wild garage rock and twist surf punk. The band's second album, Lightning Strikes Me, came out this week. Unfortunately, the band's next London gig is on the 27th of October at Nambuka. Technically... I should be at Rockaway Beach at the Hope and Anchor for some phobic action along with the Prime Evils that night. Instead, I'll be in Bromley catching up with some school chumps. The day after, however, oh, gun quit, are at the Strong Groom Bar in Shoreditch. But I'll be at the garage in Islington for the professionals. In the meantime, here's Nomads of the Lost from the aforementioned Lightning Strikes Me. I hear you cry. Well, I shall tell you, the very first fan-funded project that I've contributed towards has failed to meet its target. Sadly, it's the first new heavy metal kids album since 2003's hit the right button that's hit the buffers. Well, train didn't even get out of the station. This is now the third album by them that has been mooted that has never come to fruition. The last was seven years ago when John Altman joined them as their vocalist, recorded the album Uncontrollable, but left before its release with only the title track coming out as a single. I asked drummer Keith Boyce if the band were planning to still record a new album. Unfortunately, his reply was no, as there doesn't seem to be the interest. Following morning, I switched on the idiot box to discover that three of the original members of Bucks, Fizz, had regrouped under the new banner of The Fizz and were releasing a new album. Remember last year when the Large Hadron Collider overloaded and broke down and people were like, Phew, good thing nothing weird happened like a shift in reality. Maybe we should look at that again. Here are the Heavy Metal Kids and Uncontrollable, The Rough Mix. The telephone is silent as the night 
show your support for the heavy metal kids go and see them live at the cavern in rains park on saturday the 18th of november talking to pledge last great dreamers have just launched a pledge music campaign for their fourth as yet untitled album which of course i've stumped up 15 quid for a signed copy from their last album transmission from oblivion this is dope school Yeah, 
Last Great Dreamers are part of the first Croydon Rocks Festival, which is taking place on the 2nd and 3rd of December at the Tomorrow Venue in the Ice Street. It's pretty much opposite what used to be the Black Sheep Bar Forward Stroke Green Dragon House. Tickets for the weekend, 25 quid, or for the day, £15. One of the bands joining Last Great Dreamers on Saturday are the Main Grains, and if you feel inclined... You can pre-order the band's soon-to-be-released new CD download, The Rain Is Over Now, for around about a fiver. Still available is the main ground's debut mini-album, Don't Believe Everything You Think, from which this track, the cover of The Undertone's Teenage Kicks, has been taken. Awaken. To 
Sunday, I'll have just heard Warrior Soul. That live version of one of my favourite tracks by them, The Drug, was recorded at the Purple Turtle back in 2007 and was released on the Live in England CD. Also, spread across the weekend are Shush, the Dave Sears Band, Nick, Mordisha, Anvar, Randy Savages, Blind River, Tencent, Lit Light Vegas, Junk Time Pie, Brothers in Chains, The As If Outlaws, Dirty Scavenger, Out of Exile and Tank Emily. Tickets are available from croydon-rocks.co.uk. Here's the Von Herzen Brothers and The Arsonist from their new album War Is Over, which is coming out on the 3rd of November and their first for Mascot Records. I just can't believe the things you say You've been hiding in a world of lies Where I was just a game to play For me a matter of life and death Was just a secret you kept You're a
failed to get Foo Fire tickets for Tuesday's gig up at the O2, a short walk from my place of employment, when they originally went on sale. It seems that people using the secondary resale site of StubHub to purchase tickets were denied entry as the band had stipulated that ticket holders who could not present a photo ID matching their booking were barred. Ironically, StubHub is the O2's official real sale partner, with fans playing something like 200 quid a ticket. I'm sorry... In this case, people really do have more money than sense. I can emphasise, if someone couldn't make the gig and gave their ticket to a mate family member, but the only way to stamp out touts is not to use them, even if these sites are legal. Morally, they can't be. I am enjoying the Foo Fighters' new album, Concrete and Gold. It sounds like it was recorded in Studio Number 2, Abbey Road, with George Martin producing. Shame I'm not going to see them perform any of it live anytime soon. So playing us out this week are the Foo Fighters and La-di-da. Until next week, take it easy.